You're listening to the best goddamn podcast available with your host, Rob Child. So, Amber, it is amazing to finally get you on here. I know we've been talking for a little bit about getting you on, but you had a fight that you had to uh, to tend to. So now that's over. You got another one coming up and I uh, thought we'd get on here and have a little chat. So how you doing? Yeah, all good. Thank you. Been busy. Um, I've actually just made a move up to Leeds, so... That's been a bit hectic, but I'm settling in now. I've I've moved um from my home gym, Touch Gloves in Cornwall, up to Bad Company in Leeds. Yeah, moving is never fun. It's just <laughs> always a pain. Um, so let's just kind of dive right into this. Um, we all know that you're one of the uh the top fighters in one championship for Muay Thai. And but how did you exactly get there? Where where did you uh kind of start life at and, and be brought up? Yeah, so I've been training since about three years old with my mum obviously was a champion. My dad's been our coach. I had a twin sister who was a fighter as well. So that's where it all started and kind of just picked up from there. We'd done loads of junior fights, me and my twin. Um, And yeah, it just we stopped about 13 for a year, two years. She completely stopped. So I just thought, right, I'm, you know, I'm going to do it properly and see where at least it can take me. And I think the turning point for my career was um, I had a WBC national belt and I won that. And since then, I've been reached out by a manager. He was Edwin Van Oss at the time. And he kind of just come at me one day saying, I've got a um, promotion who are interested in you. It's one championship. Do you want to do it? And yeah, it was, for me, it was an amazing um even like I was sat in my care job when I got the text message. I've been a care of seven years at this point. And then seeing that, I was like, God, this is life changing. Like that's the Thai boxer's dream to be on one championship. So, you know, it, it is a dream come true. Yeah, it seems like one championship is doing a lot for combat sports. They're having everything from four ounce Muay Thai fights to jiu-jitsu matches and so one championship's definitely doing a lot so when you started training how old were you yes uh starting training I was three years old but you know nothing taken serious then but there's videos of me and my sister it's perfect because we're the same age same weight just going at each other sparring not even having shin guards on just like that's our fun just hitting each other um (laughs) But I mean, our first fight, my first fight was nine years old. And my first, in the UK, we don't do head contact for junior rules. So okay. uh, my first fight was when I was 16, I think, 15, 16. Wow. Yeah. And how do your parents <laughs> feel about this? So they're, they're obviously have to be on board if you and your sister are both fighting, but are they very supportive in your combat career? Or how are they kind of handling all this? Yeah, I I feel like I've kind of got it a little bit easier as a fighter because obviously my dad's been my coach. He's been there since day one. So he kind of, he's seen the sport from his own eyes. He's been in people's corners. He's been in my corner. He could see behind the scenes when I'm training. And, you know, being a father and a coach at the same time, he kind of knows, you know, he could take a while I'm feeling emotionally and talk to me through it, through my camp. So right. in that very supportive obviously no one wants to see their daughter getting in the ring getting hurt so there are times we bump heads in training because obviously he's trying to push me to my limits obviously that's not always the nicest thing when you're drained and you're tired and you're dieting but it's all out of love 
Um, also with my mum, obviously she, she was 14 times world champion. So she just says to me, I get it, get on with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So do you feel like <laughs> that it ever hinders you at all having your father as your head coach? You know, like I, I've, I've talked to some people. So Tan Lee, his parents actually kind of brought him up uh, through one, um, but they brought him up, you know, in within the gym setting. And he said that they were very supportive and everything. And he didn't feel like it brought him down at all. But I've had some other guys that have said that it seems like their parents would like kind of hold them back from the bigger fights, you know, and try to not want them to go almost too soon. Do you feel like you yeah. had any of that coming from your parents or no? No, no, I I really, I, I feel like, you know, I wouldn't have been anywhere without how much my dad's pushed me. I mean, for every other fighter, it's kind of like, right, get up, go to the gym. If you don't feel like it, you just don't go, whatever. With me, I was living with my dad, so he's the one who really pushed me. I get up, I go running, train in the morning with him, train every evening. And I feel like that was such a routine because he was always there pushing me to do it. Obviously, it's hard um, when, you know, like I said, you're so drained and tired and someone's constantly there. But I really don't feel like I would have got as far as I have if he wasn't kind of there behind me, pushing me all the way. So I feel like it's done me good. I mean, I could see, you know, I, I've spoke to other people about it and there's quite a few top fighters who have their dad as their coach or whatever and a lot of emotions and, you know, it's a brutal sport. So, you know, I could see where it can go both ways. Um, towards the end, um, being at touch gloves, I mean, he was great in my corner, but I just felt like, you know, I'm I'm his daughter, so it's kind of like, oh, come on, Dad, like, God's sake. So that's kind of half a reason as well, but I've moved up to Leeds and Bad Company just to see, you know, it's it's fresh faces. I don't want to, you know, I, these people are new to me. I don't want to let them down, and um, we'll, we'll see how it works. I've done, um, I've had Richard Smith in my corner twice now, and it seems to be going well. And if I ever do a local one at, in my hometown, I'm sure I'd have my dad back in my corner, but... Yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Start with my <laughs> chapter for me. So Yeah. It it seems like the world of combat sports is so crazy that it's almost a miracle to even just get into the ring itself. You know, you have to get through the weight cut, you have to get through camp, <laughs> hopefully no injuries and everything like that. So I know how stressful that can be, but outside of the ring, do, have you had any major issues that have kind of like caused any stress or anything like that coming into your fight um no not really I've been lucky I've not really ever been injured you obviously as a fighter you've got a few niggles everywhere but um I mean for me if a weight cut I hate weight cutting I hate dieting I love my food that's always been a bit of a stress um but it's what every fighter does and you do feel good for being at a lighter weight and you, you know you're sharper you're quicker mm -hmm. and yeah I mean Otherwise, I, you know, I think just day-to-day -day stress is, is hard enough. I mean, back home, I took over our family gym for a couple of years. And I took it over when I was 20 years old. And it was just a lot to be a fighter, teaching, a coach, and running a business at 20. It, you know, it was really quite a hard time for me. I, You know, I did get put off a little bit, even going into the gym. Um, but now I've taken a step back from that, and I'm just learning to re-love really the sport. And... You know, I think if you try and balance way too much, it's really hard. People don't realise the commitment to be a fighter. And 
you know you do have to cut some people out or you have to cut some other hobbies out or your day-to-day life and you have to just fully be into it especially at this level so you know at, at the time when I started one I was still doing my care job I was running the business I was teaching every night that always kind of in the back of my head was dragging me down so that's why I've I kind of cut all ties now and yeah just a lot easier quickly on fighting yeah it, it just seems like it's, yeah. it's really hard to to focus on fighting when you have like almost like a fight every single day of your life you know just like with the daily stressors or the relationships and and everything like that have you gotten down like a pretty solid system of being able to kind of put those thoughts and everything aside so you can focus strictly on training yeah well now um i've moved up to leeds my dad's taken over touch gloves gym um back at home so that's a big chunk taken away doing you know all the coaching every night and um you know all for media you, you people don't realize running the gym you've got forms you've got accounts you've got you know emails texts every day like people message you at like two in the morning hi when can I start it's like ah, oh, it's like a non-stop job so <laughs> I, it's a huge um weight lifted I mean some of the messages you get and like running the gym it's being involved with like people and students and like even just dealing with public can be quite hard sometimes you know you always get a few bubbles or whatever in the gym or a few um you know hard people to work with so you know that's for me that caused me quite a lot of stress and anxiety so just cutting back off completely has really helped me I, I hats off to anyone being a gym owner because it's not all you know like it seems yeah, I don't I don't even know how my gym does it. So I, I went to high school with the guy that opened up my gym and uh, met him like 20 years after we went to school or like probably 15 or something like that and had no idea he was doing it. And just he's running that plus like 20 other businesses. And the wow. dude, I don't know how he sleeps. He has a, a business partner, so it's split jiu-jitsu and Muay Thai. Um, but just the fact that he's so stoic while doing it is just insane to me. Um, Because it's definitely that gym is his world. So I don't I've never really understood how you could have the gym and then also support the fighters in the gym, you know, and plus just the normal people that come in for the month to try it out or, or whatever. It just seems like it's a very hectic time. How did you deal with that while also training for your fight? Did you have somebody that kind of just be like, yo, I I need to put this stuff aside so I can focus? Or did you have to deal with all of that on your last fight? um so on my last fight I actually like as soon as I got the call I said right I'm I'm go, I'm off I'm going up to Leeds mm-hmm. <laughs> and I just my six-week camp there um I mean I used to always do my camps at home but like I said there's so much distraction and you know it's it's easy to just get into bad habits or just you know people don't turn up for the classes and then I'll end up training um, I mean, recently I tried to train a little bit at our gym in Cornwall, but I think one of the bags broke and it was busy. So then I have to give my bag to someone else because I'm obviously the owner. So, you know, there's always something like a little little thing and then it, you can't train as well as you can. And, you know, it's easy as well for me to just say, oh, it's all right, I'll just teach tonight and then not train. So um, up here, up in Leeds, no excuses. I'm I'm being taught every session each so yeah it's so much so i've i've had a uh 
so my Muay Thai instructor is a Thai. He, he's straight from Thailand. Um, he's got a Lumpini belt and a Rajamadan belt, I believe it's called. Um, I'm really bad with Thai names. Um, so he's like a, a legend in Thailand. But in conversations with him, it seems like there has been some pushback on people outside of Thailand competing in Muay Thai, especially against Thais. Do you ever feel like you have any of that pushback on you being from the UK competing in a in a traditionally dominant Thai sport? Yeah, it's been hard. I mean, lots of people, even my age, are just racking up fights like constantly. And I haven't actually got that big of a record because especially I live in down in Cornwall. So, I mean, even everyone knows London, like it's a six hour drive to London. So, you know, people don't want to be paying the fuel or get any matches because you have to get hotels and it's just everything's a big yeah. travel. So I really feel like quite left behind people didn't really even bother um I was lucky then to start traveling and going abroad for my fights but even then you know that's what I want to try and do I'm up in Leeds now so I'm around a really busy area for the sport and I just want to try and get in as much as I can and especially with one um but I feel like you do get left behind there's quite like a few names that kind of just stick Mm-hmm. with the people it is you know that's how it is in any kind of sport so it was it was hard kind of growing up and you know a lot of the fighters from my gym only got you know some opportunities when we when we really pushed for it but we'll see yeah hopefully I think everyone's like being more aware of Thai boxing now and even down my way in Cornwall it's, it is getting more and more popular so we're hoping you know, there's more gyms opening up, more shows and more opportunity. Yeah. yeah. So what a walk me through what your camp kind of is like, because a lot like every fighter has like a different way of how they kind of like to set up camps. Some people like six weeks. I've heard guys that want 12 week fight camps, which is extremely long for me. I feel like um, eight weeks, I feel like is like the perfect, um, perfect amount. So I traditionally work with fighters doing nutrition and weight cut. Um, I know it's yeah. like the worst part for everybody. Um, but if, you know, like you actually kind of dive in and figure it out, it doesn't have to be that bad. It's just, it's still going to suck those last 10 pounds though. But it's, uh, yeah. So kind of what does your fight camp look like and how do you normally prefer to set it up? So I prefer as well having an eight week camp. Um, but kind of when one championship rang me last time, it was, six or just under six so um that's when I thought I'd mix my training up come up to Leeds so I do for morning um it's either a mix of pad work bag work um clinch and sparring there's loads of guys up here who are kind of my weight so it's really good to spar <laughs> um and then kind of rest in the evening you know what else do you fighter you watch fights um go back in the evening go again an hour session maybe hour and a half two hours and it's really important to get your recovery in as well so i try and do regular ice baths regular saunas um like you said for diets really important i've started with um conditioned nutrition now so he plans up all my food i sit and make some preps myself um you know it seems like you haven't done much in a day but time you do lay it out all out and you're knackered you're hungry you know the days do seem really long and um yeah I mean it's 
it seems very samey every day, but it's not because every day you're you're getting fitter, you're learning new techniques, you're doing yeah of different people. So that's kind of like for a regular camp for me at the moment. Like when I'm with one, you obviously got a week before you fly. So you need to get ready for that. And once you're in another country, it's different because it's, you know, everywhere seems hotter than the UK. So that's a big drain for jet lag. You need to get over stuff really quickly. So then the days get a bit more specific and the training gets less. And obviously the weight cut kind of starts. What do you uh, traditionally walk around at compared to what a fight? Like, how much do you normally have to cut? Um, I walk around about 62, 63. Okay. But it's just been, so I'm a little bit heavier. But uh, <laughs> And I fight at 56.7. Okay. So it's not so, too bad. No, no. And, you know, with one, you do the hydration test and um, you make weight. So... Yeah, it's it's different with the hydration. So obviously you've got to be you know drinking loads of water all the time, and I find it quite easy to drink water anyway. I'm quite you know, it's it's quite easy for me. So we'll see. I think last time I um I changed my nutritionist last minute, and there's a big like difference. So my next camp it'll be a solid like eight six weeks of cutting it down each week and yeah, eating yeah, the right. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Is I think it'll come off me really easy. I mean, it normally does. I mean, I can I can feel once I start running and start training like full camp. It, you know, I I look completely different. You've probably seen photos of me. I'm like hench yeah. my bag. Nothing it's, like now. It's always crazy to me that it seems like when I work with guys that have like a a pretty big record, and as soon as camp starts, it's almost like that first week they they drop five ten pounds. It's like your body just knows this is what's happening now. It's now time to go to battle. And it's, it's an amazing process to see like, you know, the transformation going from like a heavy to dropping all the weight and then, and then hydrating back up and everything. It's a, it's a crazy process. I, I don't know how I feel about it, whether I think it's necessary or not. Um, what is your take on that? Cause I know there's a lot of people pushing back saying that, you know, weight cuts, you shouldn't have them, but one also does the uh, the hydration test, which is amazing. I feel like everybody should do those. What's your take on the, uh, on the weight cutting in general? Yeah, I mean, to weight cut to a certain point, yeah, I get it. I mean, I feel so much sharper at 56.7. And as soon as I put on like two kilos more, I can really feel it, I'm more drained. Um, but I mean, for weight cuts in one, are really big um, for categories. Sorry, so I think if a category above me is um sixty one, I think so. Pretty much what I'm walking around at. But then you've got to kind of keep up with everyone else. So if I done the category above, I'd be at my walk around weight, and people would be coming down from like sixty six. It's nuts. Yeah. So, you know, it's really hard in that sort of way. But it's good how they're doing for hydration tests. It's safe. It's it's fair on everyone um they've made it even more stricter now so if you don't make weight you obviously can't get the fifty thousand pound bonus which is you know everyone wants a yeah. chance of that's good and also they've been actually if someone doesn't make weight they announce it and they kind of say on the even on your fight on the commentary this person has not made weight so it is i think that's a really fair way of doing it you know if you're a professional fighter you should know 
how your body reacts and you should be able to make that weight. So yeah, I think a fair way of doing it. Yeah, especially with one championship on being on Amazon now. Um, and they're coming over to the States and Colorado. I want to say like in April or May, something like that. One championship's coming over. So they're doing really big things. And uh, the promotion's really blowing up around the world. Competing in such a, a large promotion that is growing, what is how does that different from you know fighting in like local competitions or local fights? It's amazing. Like it's for professionalism of the shows, I mean, obviously for for weight for a start and how they look after their athletes. I mean, you get taken off to the nicest hotels, you get your flights, um, you just you treat like royalty over there and local shows are good but you know it's for uk so it's amazing to go somewhere else and you know even you get there and everyone's so welcoming um the event your the actual show and the stadium are just unreal how big the audience is and you won't get a crowd like that on the local shows so that just mm-hmm. really um you know especially with the amount of viewers it gets now it's yeah. really good for the sport do you have a uh, like a process or like any like therapeutic processes or anything that you do to kind of deal with the anxiety of of going through a larger fight such as that? Yeah, I mean, I've I've always struggled with anxiety really bad, and I've tried counseling and different things. I actually um, started kinds of therapy, kinds of therapy. I don't know if I've said it right, and it's just it's a different sort of counseling it's really weird everyone thinks I'm really strange when I say it but um it's a specific kind of counseling where you don't really have to say much but they can kind of feel from the tension of your arm what's wrong and it's crazy you'll have to google it it's um but since I've done that it's you know what's it called I feel so much oh you're gonna put me on spot now kind kinds of therapy kind of therapy I could spell it I'll have to after and you could type it in the comments or something but yeah yeah, yeah. yeah I mean I, I first I just thought oh this you know I'll just give it a go and even after one session I was like whoa this is this is amazing so I just only whenever I feel like I need a session I ring this woman up and she does one she doesn't like book it in every week or whatever it's just how I feel and then yeah, I mean I've, even after a couple of days after session things just seem back to normal so yeah, that's really kind of opened my eyes to different things. I, I'm so willing on trying anything in this sport. I think mindset is, you know, 99% yeah. of the sport. And that's my one thing that let me down. But even on my last fight, I just had, I wasn't really nervous at all. I, um, before I walked out, I was just like, yeah, let's let's do it. Whereas before, I was crying before I went out. And I just put on a walking out. So, it, you know something's something's working well for me yeah i can definitely see i mean no offense like i can see how people would like give you shit you know for like going to a therapist that like touches your arm and and does that stuff but for me i've i've seen the fighters walk out you know like i know what that anxiety is like and then myself i i struggle i just realized like within the past year or two that that I struggle with anxiety pretty bad. And uh, I have like an upcoming surgery next week to where they have to like go into my back and cut bone out and like do all the stuff. And it's just like that anxiety is like built up of like, I already hate going to the doctor in general, 
but now having to go yeah. there and have them cut part of my back out, you know, like I've, like I'm willing to try anything just to kind of like calm my brain down so I can actually sleep at night. So, I mean, if you've ever been in those situations, you know that you are willing to try anything. And if somebody's willing to like grab your arm and talk to you and if it works, <laughs> who gives a shit, you know, <laughs> like what you do, as long as it works, that's all that really matters. So that's, that's pretty dope that you found something that works. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think really, like even, training helps different people different diets i suppose so it's all the same with your mind different things help different people and you know it's just the way it is yeah for sure so what is coming up next for you i know we said probably around like 30 minutes so i want to get you out of here pretty soon but what's coming up next for you um an upcoming fight or what do you have on the books um so i kind of just wanted to get settled in leads before i took anything on so I'm just waiting, you know, for maybe in a month I'll start chasing up one, but nothing's, nothing's been said yet. So I'm just training, I'm ticking over. At least now when I have a fight coming up, I'm already going to be super fit because I'm training twice a day, like most days. So, so it, it yeah. kind of sounds like you found like a, a peaceful spot right now to where you've moved away. You're not a part of the gym and you're just focusing on yourself but you also yeah. don't have that anxiety of a fight coming up. So you're just kind of like in this, in this sweet spot or am I reading that wrong? Yeah. I mean, normally when I'm in Cornwall and I haven't got a fight coming up, I do live a bit like a 23 year old. So like, you know, I go out with my mates, I'm eating takeaways and rubbish like that. So to come up to Leeds, like now I'm like, right, fresh start. I haven't got a fight coming up. Let's make the most of it. Let's eat healthy, but eat what I want and when I want. Let's get some strength and conditioning in and start off with a heavy weight so then I can cut it down. Um, I'm in the gym loads, so I'm just doing it for enjoyment. And I haven't really felt like this happy myself. And I've removed myself away from like certain situations in Cornwall. And this is a completely fresh start for me. And I feel like it's been, you know, a long time coming. A couple of years I've been saying I'm going to move and I've always got something putting me off. So I just said, last week right just go just go get in the car and go so i mean <laughs> without even any accommodation um a lovely lady and her daughter from the gym said just stay here until you find somewhere and now i'm just i moved in yesterday into a little house share i don't mind i just see my room up like i'm a little kid again <laughs> get to pick what my room looks like and <laughs> anywhere as long as i can get some sleep that's amazing though that's a that's a really good spot to be in um yeah, I thought I had something else, but I, I lost it, and I don't want to waste your time too much. So um, I can go ahead and get you out of here, but thank you for coming on. Um, you're la I've, I love watching your fights. I've seen you take some big shots, and you just keep coming after them. It, it just does not matter to you, and I've always looked up to you for that, so that's amazing. Um, what's your hardest fight that you that you think you've been in throughout your entire career from – starting at nine, you know, going all the way up until your last fight, what would you say is the hardest one that you've had? I feel like my hardest one, but not because of the opponent, because of the circumstances, was maybe my first fight on one with the MMA gloves, which was Diandra Martin. Um, I feel like I could really beat her, but having three years off and then getting shoved in with the MMA gloves and first time in the cage... I just feel like that was 
the biggest shock for me, the biggest mental draining thing. Um, so I'd love a rematch, but that for me was a hard fight because getting hit the first time ever in MMA gloves is a bit of a shock. <laughs> yeah, so, I gotta, I gotta know about that. I said I was gonna get you out, but I gotta know because I've trained Muay Thai, nothing like you have by far, nothing like you have, but. I know that like you normally in training, like you can wear like the 16s and you have like this big shield. It's a guard and you can't really get through it, but then you drop that down by four ounce gloves. It's hard yeah. to train in four ounce gloves. You know, like you can't really spar and beat the shit out of your, your partner or anything. So how do you get ready for that, that transition from 16s to fours? It's so different. I mean, in gloves, your hands are here. And then when you have the four ounce on, you just automatically want to be like this. But obviously, if you get kicked, you're hitting yourself in the head and you will knock yourself out. So your guard's almost like here and you've got to keep moving to protect your face. Um, even the distance from a normal glove to a four ounce glove. You think you're punching someone, you've got to take the extra little steps. Even the head movement is crazy. Um, for my last fight with... I uh, went with bad company. I've done a lot with uh, sticks, so little movements. Um, we put on the little gloves for a few rounds like that, but even on pads, you're still wearing 10-ounce gloves so you can hit hard because mm -hmm. otherwise you can't your hands before your fight. So it's just a bit of a, a mix with your training. You've got to keep swapping up the gloves, changing. Obviously, with sparring, you're still going in with 16-ounce, but... I did do a few um with the extra padded MMA gloves, just play sparring really, really light. Just oh, play those some... big, the foamy ones. Yeah, I've done a few of that just to get distance. Yeah, yeah, that's mm. I've never understood how you can do that because it seems like even with me being off of like injury or whatever, if I go in to try to just like move around with some friends, distance is gone, timing is completely off. So I can't imagine like coming back into a fight and then having completely different gloves as, as well. It's just all new equipment and, and everything. Um, is your next fight probably going to be in the MMA gloves or are you going to go back up to the to the boxing gloves? I've, we've won championships. All for Muay Thai is now in four ounce gloves. We just have to, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I mean, if I get a fight outside of one, I'm sure it'll go back to eight ounce gloves, which you know it, it's good to switch it up. But <laughs> I just hope I get fights regularly so I can kind of switch it up easy rather than just training yeah, yeah. one. I want to do both. So yeah, yeah. All right, nice. Well, it's been amazing getting to know you, to meet you, have you come on the show. So I, I, I genuinely appreciate you. Um, where can everybody find you online so we can kind of keep up with you and find out about your upcoming fights and everything? Yeah, so I've got my Instagram account, just Amber Kitchen, lowercase. Uh, also my Facebook page, Amber Kitchen TG. That's my athlete page. So I post regularly on both. That's good right, where you can keep up all right perfect i will uh i'll put all those both of those below and uh so that way everybody can get a hold of you find you and uh support you on your next flight so thank you for coming on i uh, really appreciate this and uh i hope you have the wonderful rest of your day perfect thank you thank you bye bye